0: Welcome to the Answers for Elders radio show. Meet the trusted experts who will give you straight answers and will help guide you on the path of later life care. Now, here's your host, founder, caregiver, and CEO, Suzanne Newman. And welcome everyone back to Answers for Elders radio network with Suzanne and the, the Suzanne and Rebecca show today. <laughs> <laughs> we are here with Rebecca Bumman from SASH Senior Home Sale Services and Uh, Rebecca and I are talking about how to best facilitate a home sale with a loved one who is there with Alzheimer's or dementia and this is a whole specialized area that I'm so glad we're talking about. So Rebecca, we have gone through just to summarize, we've talked about two tips. And for those of you that missed it, it was in segment number two, and it was all about um, make sure your paperwork's in order and work with senior with realtors that understand and that have experience. Yes. And I think that's really the most important part. I love Absolutely. the fact that you interview them and those things like that. So and we get are back. Them- Tell us a little bit about what other tips you have. Up okay, seat.
1: so we're talking about the home needing to get ready for sale. And sometimes gung-ho family members or loved ones will say, all right, we'll be there Saturday. And they wanna come in and start packing boxes and taking things off walls and packing up knickknacks mm-hmm. while mom or dad is still living in the home. And so my advice is, don't change anything about the home. Yeah. Let mom or dad have their transition into their new place, into their new apartment where their familiar surroundings will follow them. You can bring the, the photos and the favorite mm-hmm. quilt and the favorite armchair and the American flag that sits over there, their entertainment center. And yeah. have <laughs> all of that set up so that they're not sitting with the confusion and disorientation yeah. and anxiety of why is my home being packed up. Yeah. When it's possible that cognitive- and they're
0: gonna forget the next morning and they're gonna wake up and they're gonna see everything gone and it's it's crazy.
1: Over yeah. and over again, they'll have that trauma and shock yeah. of what is happening to my home. And so I recommend to families don't start the work in the home, let it be the safe and comfortable and familiar place work instead on finding that new place for mom and dad and the placement of where to find that place for mom or dad Mm -hmm. to live is so important. And there's going to be some gung-ho assisted living communities or adult family homes or retirement communities that will say, oh, it's fine. She can move (laughs) in here without really doing that full cognitive assessment or the full health assessment or really measuring their independence. And I've seen families misplace mom or dad, meaning they put them into a building that is not enough care and it can actually be disastrous. And then you have to do a whole other move. And so you want to really take the time to do that. Well, and you have a story about this with
0: your own mom, don't you? I do. I do. And you know, that's one thing I did do right. I did two things. Well, I, one thing right and one thing wrong when I moved my mom. She had mild dementia when we first moved her into assisted living, but she still had a little bit of dementia. And, <clears throat> but I, what I didn't, what I did realize that I didn't want her to be in the middle of all the boxes and all that yes. stuff and so so
1: important when
0: i went to and we found her a place to live first which was good mm-hmm. i negotiated with the senior living community that said we will move in but i want the her to live in the guest unit for the first week and i want that you guys to comp that and they did they, so that you they,
1: could have that time uh-huh. to really set up her room right.
0: Yeah. And she was still paying her rent obviously sure. because she they had the money for her care sure. but but the nice thing was it was like she was on a vacation. Yes. You know, and we did things with her. We would go to have lunch with her. It was kind of a great little bridge for yeah. her. So we'd take our lunch break and we'd run down the road which was near her house. And we would we would sit there for her and we would have lunch and we would help her adjust. And so that was kind of what we did. What I did wrong was, and this was, um, I thought, and this is before I knew any better. I thought, oh, well, no problem. I'm going to surprise my mom and I'm going to buy her new furniture. And so I've spent probably $5,000 out of my pocket. That's when I was making a lot of money. <laughs> and I bought her a new little couch, little love seat and a chair and a little dining table and, um, a new dresser for her bedroom. Cause she had this big bedroom set. Um, and so I did more of an upright mm-hmm. dresser for her. It was a really bad decision
1: because it wasn't
0: familiar. It wasn't familiar. And I didn't realize how important that piece was. Mm-hmm. I should have known better. And I just didn't, I thought, Oh, she'd be so excited to have all this new furniture. Right.
1: And you had good intentions. You had, mm-hmm. you know, you did it from a big generous heart and who doesn't yeah. want a big, you know, new set of furniture in an apartment, mm-hmm. except for a senior who's already feeling mm-hmm. uprooted. Yeah. They're already feeling like things don't look right around me. They're mm-hmm. not familiar. Right. And so we encourage families take as much over that is exactly what they've been looking at every day mm-hmm. for the last 30 mm-hmm. years, you know? yeah,
0: And the- that's the thing I think, you know, it took her a while to adjust. She eventually did love the furniture. So I was mm-hmm. lucky, but she still missed her. She goes, I miss my chair. Then in the beginning, it was like, where's my chair? I don't, you know, this is, it's like, I'm living in an, in a resort, you know, in a new place. So it took her probably longer to adjust had i not just brought her old sure. furniture
1: yeah so that is one tip is make sure you find the place first and then fill their new room or apartment mm-hmm. with the things from home yeah and have it be ready and waiting for them and just a couple stories um we just were assisting a family right now actually whose home we're going to sell for them mom has early onset um alzheimers and uh. they found a place for her that is run by caregivers who actually speak her language. Uh, English isn't her first language. And so the caregivers speak her language. And not only that, they're serving food that's culturally appropriate. Nice. That she grew up with. And they even speak the same dialect of the same
0: language. That is so awesome. So
1: she's been, you know, in home. And now her family, they took a lot of care, they interviewed, they toured, they took their time, they were looking at a lot of different places, and they found a place where it is comfortable for mom, she's hearing her native language, she's eating the food that she loves, and they're providing great care. And that was a well done place of finding a home. The opposite is we are also in the middle of helping a family where mom has dementia also and the power of attorney went to a place where they said no problem we can take care of her they didn't vet it properly mom wasn't examined properly a lot of quick decisions were made it's just an assisted living suzanne and so mom had her first night in this assisted living and got up and walked out the front door because nobody was there watching. is no lockdown yeah it's not locked and she walked 10 blocks by herself before she was finally found and picked up it could have been disastrous it could have been a terrible emergency and they had to hurry up and find the right kind of place for her in no it's only- a second move right a second move really disruptive and traumatic for mom. to. And go shame from, on the
0: assisted living community for allowing that, you know, right. that's the other thing, because again, um, they should be assessing them, you know, that person before they ever move in. They should be assessing, there should be a lot of questions. It should be the right
1: financial fit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for people who are not independently wealthy, Once they spend the money that they do have from the sale of their home or their own assets, Mm -hmm. they may need to go on Medicaid. And there are buildings that do not accept Medicaid. True. But they aren't telling the family when the family is coming through and touring. So the family only has, you know, $150,000 or Mm -hmm. $300,000 of mom's money. And they don't realize that once they've spent that, that community is going to ask them to leave. Yep. Because their money is gone. And so asking those questions when you're going in and touring and and sitting down, Mm -hmm. I always say to families, crunch the numbers. Yep. How much is mom getting a a month or how much is dad getting a month? How much does the community cost? How
0: many months will Mm -hmm. this last? And that goes back also to a good elder law attorney that can also point to if mom needs care and maybe you're a veteran, you may, you may qualify yep. for veterans uh, benefits, things like that. So again, that's doing your paperwork, your first tip, talking about going and seeing the right individual because there will be resources available that you may not know about.
1: Exactly. And so basically to sum up our tip for this segment Don't start packing up the house and putting things in boxes while mom or dad is still living there. Give them the comfort of the familiarity of their own home, the way they've always loved it. Right. Find the right place for them to move into and then bring those familiar things over and decorate their new place with it. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: even had a client, her furniture was covered with gray tape. She was so frugal that she gray taped her furniture and when I moved her, Suzanne, she brought all of her gray taped furniture with her. And that was what was most familiar. And nobody was going, to, I wasn't going to object. That's course what not. Said. So let them bring the things that are familiar and worn and loved and mm-hmm. comforting and, and really take the time to
0: mm-hmm. make
1: sure the placement is appropriate yeah. for their care needs and their financial needs.
0: And I'm going to add one little caveat in on that. Um, just because you think mom or dad want to be in a in a community that's really fancy because you think it's really nice because they have a fountain in the lobby and all of these things, that may not be the best fit of what's the right thing for your loved no. one. So when you're looking, Good really point. think about them more often. It's more important that they feel like they're in an environment that's comfortable. Maybe if mom or dad like to wear sweatpants all day. They're not gonna wanna go down to a dining room where they dress up, you know, mm-hmm. and feel like they have to. Right. So those are things I think as uh, just a side note I wanna mm-hmm. throw in there.
1: Very good point. It has to be the right fit, it has to make sense financially, mm-hmm. and you can protect your loved ones well-being and emotional well-being mm-hmm. by paving that way for that easy
0: transition to the new plate. perfect, perfect. And everyone, Rebecca and I are going to be right back right after this. We at Answers for Elders thank you for listening. Did you know that you can discover hundreds of podcasts in our library on senior care? So visit our website and discover our decision guides that will help you also navigate decision making. Find us at AnswersForElders.com.